Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Hey guys, Jalenta here. Before we start, I wanted to let you know that By the Book is doing a live show in New York on Saturday, September 16th at the People's Improv Theater, or The Pit, as we call it. So come see us live. We're going to be at the She Makes Me Laugh Femme Fest. It's going to be a full day of funny women on two stages at the pit. You can see the whole thing. You can swing by just for Buy the Book Live. For tickets and for more info, go to thepit-nyc.com or just look at our show notes. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. We have some great listeners. Wouldn't you agree? We have the best listeners. Screw all those other podcasts. We have the best <laughs> listeners. And mostly when they write us, they say like super, super nice things. Very true. They suggest killer books for us. They encourage us. They cheer us on. Exactly. But there is a small faction of listeners that have a bone to pick with us. Yeah, those are the ones who have an issue with our barnyard language. So true. They wrote us way back when we released our first episode. And from time to time, we still hear from these listeners. Here's an email we just got the other day on this very topic. Dear ladies, I find the gratuitous use of the word fuck in your podcast not only unnecessary, but also demeaning. For such eloquent ladies, I am disappointed that you can't find better alternatives. I realize this word has been popularized by our commander in chief, but you really don't need to go that low. In your entertaining podcasts, you have our ears and our minds. Please be gentle with them. So we've decided to take this feedback to heart. We're going to be eloquent ladies and add some class to this podcast. And we're taking our cues from a real honest-to-goodness countess, Countess Luann de Lesseps. If her name sounds familiar, that's because she's also a cast member on The Real Housewives of New York and the author of this week's book, Class with the Countess. F*** yeah! 
because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And this is By the Book. Your life is going down the drain. You're in so much pain, so you need some help. Ooh, yeah, some self-help. By the In each episode of By the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is Class with the Countess, How to Live with Elegance and Flair by Countess Luann de Lesseps. Of course, many people know Countess Luann from The Real Housewives of New York. If you haven't seen the show, here's a clip. It scared me, Luann. There was a stranger naked in a bed. Would you be upset about that if you woke up and there was a strange person sleeping in the room really. with you? Well, you and I have very different ethics and values. What, are they on a manhunt? And so what if I had a man in my room? I'm a grown woman. I can decide to do what I want with myself. You know what? Maybe I'm not well, as cool. What, what are you freaking I'm out about? Okay, don't be uncool. That's not the Heather I know. You're usually really cool. But Countess Luann is so much more than a reality star. She started off as a regular working-class American in Connecticut, one of seven children. For a short time after high school, she worked as a licensed practical nurse. But the larger world called to her, and she answered the call by moving to New York, where she became a model. Modeling in New York eventually led to modeling in Italy, then TV hosting in Italy, and hobnobbing with Europe's most elite, including the Count, who would eventually become her husband of 16 years, Count Alexander de Lesseps. The Count and Luann are now divorced, and actually Luann has recently announced her second divorce to her husband of seven months, Tom. But the lessons she learned about elegance on her journey from working-class girl to Countess haven't gone anywhere, and she shares them with us in her book. In short, her philosophy is that anyone can be classy. You don't have to be born into it, and you don't have to have a lot of money. You just have to abide by her many guidelines. Here's how you do it. Step one, always be yourself. Embrace your own body and mind. Be curious and confident. Say yes to every experience that you can. Get yourself a mentor, and don't forget others. Be charitable, compassionate, and kind. Step two, cultivate elegance. Carry yourself with grace. Stand tall and walk as though you glide. Smile, exercise, treat yourself to a spa day. Don't cross your legs, yawn, chew gum, or do makeup in public. Wear classic, well-tailored clothes and always wear heels, except when you're running around town, in which case elegant ballet flats are acceptable. Step three, make other people comfortable. Say please, thank you, excuse me, you're welcome, and I'm sorry every day. If you're a man, use chivalry. It's not dead. Master your dining etiquette. Don't haggle over bills at restaurants. Be a good listener. Don't gossip. Give and accept compliments, even if those compliments are a pinch on the bottom. Step four, be a great host. Host lots of gatherings, from dinners to costume parties. For seating charts, alternate boy-girl and put honored guests near you. Introduce guests to one another. If guests are staying overnight, give them a tour of the area they'll be staying in and provide fresh sheets and towels, magazines, and flowers. Step five, be the perfect guest. Always bring a hostess gift like a bottle of wine, a candle, or a book. Your job is to be fun. Introduce yourself to people. Don't stay too long and offer to help when appropriate. If you're an overnight guest, take your host out for a meal at least once and always thank your host afterward with a call or a letter. Step six, master the art of seduction. Do subtle things like caressing your own body, showing off your best angles, tossing your head back when you laugh, and touching a man's arm briefly. Be mysterious. 
compliment men to make them feel important. And remember, you can use your seduction skills to get everyone on your side from waiters to suitors. Step seven, keep him in love. If you've landed a man, you have to work to keep things fresh. Look good for his delight and for your confidence. Surprise him with little special things every day, from making his coffee to surprise dates. This all helps show you value him as much now as you did when you first fell in love. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. All right, Jolenta, tell us about your first week living by class with the Countess. So I am obsessed with Real Housewives. I have watched every Real Housewives franchise since the Real Housewives of Orange County started over 11 years ago. And Luann has always been a favorite of mine. I was stoked to read her book. So I got started by cultivating my elegance. And first, I went shoe shopping, which I love. You didn't just go shoe shopping. You went shoe shopping with me because you wear those grody shoes that you know Luann would not approve of when you're running around town. True. I wear Birkenstocks when I run around town, and those are a no-no, according to Luann. So I went and I picked out some little black flats, which I hated. I thought they were boring and conservative, and I felt like I was living a lie when I wore them. But you, Kristen, said they were cute. So I bit the bullet, and I got them. Here I am showing them to my husband, Brad. Ooh, so cute. Oh, with your tattoo. You must have looked at that. I mean, it did look cool with my tattoo, yeah. And there's a little bit of embellishment right there that's, like, still me. They don't look this basic and cheap. Really? And you, do I look, is this, like... They look like what a fancy person would have as flats. Yeah. Is this a better look than with Birkenstocks, like, if I'm just running to do something really quick? Um... I like you in Birkenstocks, sweetheart. I know, but, like, does it look more classy? Yeah, it does. Well, well, now that you think they look cute, I like them a little more. Oh, Brad loves your feet in those little ballet flats. I know. See, I was right. You look cute in those shoes. Fine, fine. You were right, and his response gave me hope. And even though I felt like a fraud, I was getting a nice response. Uh, Later in the week... I focused on being a good guest, and I brought a hostess gift to a friend's casual dinner party, and she said it made her night. Ooh, what did you bring her? I brought her a book like Luann suggests. Oh, yeah. She tells you to bring her own book. <laughs> I did not bring Luann's book. I didn't. Sorry, Lou. <laughs> nice. But do you usually bring hostess gifts? I do for big things like a holiday or a housewarming, but never for just a hangout like this. But... My friend was really happy, and Brad really liked my new shoes. So I'd say overall week one was going fine for me. Excellent. How was week one for you, girl? So obviously I went into this book with some skepticism. I've only seen bits and pieces of The Real Housewives, but what I've seen is pretty awful. They are tacky, tacky, mean women. I cannot believe that... These are the people okay, we're taking Kristen, our lessons Kristen, in classiness why don't from. we stop judging a TV show and stick to the book, girl? Okay, yes. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Going on a tangent. So I started off my week one of living by class with the Countess by following step one in the book, which is being myself, but doing it the way Luann says I should be myself. I tried to internalize elegance. I practiced a bit of charity. I bought school supplies for homeless kids through Operation Backpack, and I tried to be even more game than usual 
for anything. I enjoyed an impromptu drink night with three of the women I consider my work mentors. And that actually killed two birds with one stone because Luann wants us to be both game for anything and have mentors. Nice. Very, very classy. Next, I focused on step two, cultivating elegance. I bought two pairs of heels, one simple and one nude pump while I was with you, of course. Uh-huh. Holla yeah. at your shoe shopping friends. Yeah. You picked out those shoes for me. And note to listeners, I never wear heels. Never, ever, ever. Prior to this, I didn't even own heels. But I wore them to work almost every day for the two weeks of this experiment. And I have to say, I got actually a good response. Here's my friend and coworker Margaret on the very first day I wore them to the office. Oh my God, Kristen, you look so good. No, I don't. No, those shoes look so good on you. They're, they're beautiful. I mean, I they're don't beige think I, heels. I don't think I, you didn't even wear heels at your wedding. Of course not. I like to be comfortable. I love the nude color. Don't Very think, chic. But don't you think I look like an Upper East Side wannabe? <laughs> Like no. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a tasteful sheath dress, a statement necklace, and freaking beige pointy high heels. No, you look very put together, very poised. You look like you own the room. I love it. Shut up! But I don't look <laughs> like me, do I? Mm, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was getting a good response on how they looked, but. Obviously, I was feeling like the shoes didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. I, as you know, kind of dress in like twiggy style clothes, kind of little mod dresses. I always wear flats. So I really felt like I was being a disingenuous version of myself. Right, right. And also, they were so freaking uncomfortable. Jolenta, I don't know how you wear heels well, all the time. They do not feel good, especially when you have a standing desk like I do. Ten hours at a standing desk in heels. Not comfortable. I do have to say, Luann says you need to properly break in your heels. So maybe you just didn't break in your heels. Maybe you wore them and threw them on the next day, Kristen. I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who's to say? Maybe a Brooklyn mod girl can toss on a heel once in a while. It's not the end of the world. It doesn't ruin your aesthetic. It's just a stretch. Maybe. Maybe. But how was the rest of your week one, Kristen? All right. So the rest of my week one, I continued to cultivate elegance. I got a mani-pedi, I gave myself a little facial spa day, but I just could not get my body to move the mm. way Luann says she wants you to glide. No gliding she, wants, she wants you to hold your feet in a certain way. She wants you to do all of those things. But you know how I move. I'm always in a hurry. I march like the Terminator villain. I am not a <laughs> glidey walker. And despite my best efforts to sit nicely, this kept on happening. Um, what, uh, what's wrong with this picture? What picture? Why are your legs crossed? Put the kind of says never <laughs> cross your legs. <laughs> Come on, uncross them. I cannot believe you remembered that. Well, I you thought made you weren't even paying attention. You made a big deal of it yesterday. That that was that was actually a thing that you have to sit I with your legs know, but I didn't like coquettishly aside. Because you thought this book was stupid. You I said. do. It doesn't mean I don't pay attention to you. Okay. All right. All right, so you know, see, so push to the side. And since we're in public now, um, you don't have to be embarrassed. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm much relieved. Because I know that you, you thought relieved. you were with a non-classy you, lady. You straighten your spine a little. Okay, okay. All right, there, there we go. go. There we go. There we go. Kristen, keep it together. Yeah, I know. No crossing the legs. No one wants to see the bottom of my shoes. I know. Mm-mm. So, in short, week one, I had the attitude and I had the wardrobe, but I just didn't quite move like a classy lady. 
But that stuff only makes up like half of the equation. What about making other people comfortable and seducing and staying in love? Hold your horses, Jolenta. That's for week two. First, we need to take a little break. Do you ever find yourself wading through your newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter, wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Okay, Jolenta, we talked about our first weeks of living by class with the Countess. Now let's talk about week two. How was your week two, Jolenta? I was feeling good after my first week, so I decided to take things even further in week two. First... I focused on staying in love and surprising my husband. Good. At the beginning of week two, Brad got off work early and proposed a last-minute movie date in the middle of the day when I would normally go to yoga. No, Jolenta, hold on here just one Mm -hmm. second. That is Brad surprising you. That's not you surprising him. True, true. That is not you surprising him. Hold on. First, he surprised me. But then... I surprised him because I said yes to his movie date. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. I I would normally go to yoga during that time. And I take my made-up work-from-home schedule very seriously. So it was definitely a surprise to him when I was like, sure, whatever. Throw my schedule out the window. Let's go. And how did it go? Well, here we are on our way to our date. Just take a listen. Do you feel like I surprised you when I said yes to... To your date idea? Yes, I did. Actually. Yeah? We, how did it feel? Well, I felt like often you'll kind of be like, no, like, it's just, you know, like, I got stuff to do today. And it's just like, you know, I got, and it felt fine. And I was like, I could handle something on my own. But I was doing something kind of seat of the pants. And then it felt really cool to see you go, yeah, I want to do something seat of my pants too. And I felt very, like, I felt good. Good. Why? It's just... Luann says you should surprise your husband in little ways every day. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Oh, do you? She sounds like a relationship expert. Oh, stop it. And what did you say earlier about how I was dressed for this date? Um, you look, uh, more like out of the town-ish. Do you like that? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah? It feels like a date. Yeah, like I like to put a little effort into it. Oh, you made Brad so happy. Yeah, and I made myself happy. I had a great time on that date. I saw a movie and I ate a hot dog. Hold on. <laughs> I love hot dogs. You love hot dogs. We've talked about our love of hot dogs before. Yes. But how would Countess Luann feel about a hot dog? Would she really consider a hot dog classy? I don't know. It was one of the only meal options at the movie theater and I needed a snack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was being classy by surprising my husband and saying yes to stuff. How many classy things can I do all at one time? You gotta be classy. That's the it's, name of the book. It's tough. It is tough. And then it got even tougher because next I focused on putting myself out there 
with strangers. Mm. I have a severe social anxiety and not like a like, oh, I have social anxiety, like that people toss around like diagnosed, medicated for it. My dog is like an emotional support animal for real. Like I have physical reactions and social situations that I cannot control. Uh, So I was very nervous about talking to strangers. But Luann says you have to do it. So I forced myself to do it. Later on in the week, at a doctor's appointment, I tried to overcome my anxiety. And here I am talking to an office staff member. Thanks. So you'll change here. Mm-hmm. Take step off. You can keep the shoes on. Okay. Just hold on to your things. What? Um, in what way does the slit go? In the front. In the front. Okay. I'm always wondering. I'm so afraid to ask. Okay. Thank you. Now, that may not sound like much of anything, but usually I am silent at the doctor's office. I don't engage with anyone. So this was a huge step for me. Yeah. And you actually sound like you're being yourself here. You don't sound stiff. You actually sound like you're putting the person at ease that you're talking with. Thank you. Yeah. It was really hard for me to have that little awkward interaction, but I ended up getting an answer to a question I've always had. Which way does the slit in the robe go (laughs) at the doctor's office? I got an answer. I made her laugh. Like, both of our days were a little brighter because I wasn't so much of a coward. Well, I'm super impressed. I know that was hard for you, Jolenta. Yeah, it was hard, but it was definitely worth it. And at the end of week two, I was really loving Luann's advice. How was your week two, Kristen? So week two, I focused on my interactions with others, and that included keeping my man in love with me like you did with Brad. Ooh, what'd you do for staying in love? First and foremost, I decided I would surprise Dean by joining Snapchat. So Dean has mentioned Snapchat to me lots of times yeah, before. I'm sure he- You may not know what this is, folks, but this is this app you have on your phone and you send people messages or photos and they evaporate after a few seconds. So why was Dean pushing you to get on Snapchat, Kristen? Weird. It's almost like he wanted you to send sensitive images that had to evaporate quickly for his enjoyment. There was some loving imagery being sent back. Loving imagery for a whole week because I did for the entirety of week two and sometimes you just have to keep your man in love with you sometimes Mm -hmm, you got to do that I threw my head back I laughed and I caressed my body and I took some photos I did the whole thing yeah (laughs) and then later in the week I got the chance to practice my hosting skills my friend Jen came into town for one night only but I have to say that I totally screwed this part up Yes, I gave her the tour of the latest changes in my place. And yes, I took her out for a welcome cup of coffee when she arrived. But I did not change the sheets or give her fresh towels until after I noticed there was like period blood on the sheets that were already. I know. I know. Isn't that so? I'm, That's I'm, disgusting. I'm did so she see bad. the period blood too? I, yes. <laughs> I, I'm so bad. I'm a horrible host. And not just the period blood. There was also the fact that I didn't provide flowers or reading material. I pretty much became the laziest college version of a host ever with Jen. And that's because Jen and I have known each other since fresh out of college. And Luann would not have approved no, of that. No, you don't need to go back to college standards because it's a college friend. <laughs> I and I I understand a period blood on the sheet more than anyone, Kristen. I know, but if we someone all else is going to be in your bed, you do a quick scan first. Oh, you yeah, blew it. I totally blew it. So at the end of week two, I thought, you know what? I better do some extra research. I better double down on my countess knowledge because 
clearly by the end of the week, I was really screwing it up. And so I decided it was time to watch some Real Housewives. I've seen very little of the Real Housewives in my life. And Dean kindly queued up all of season one and all of season eight. And here we are watching the Real Housewives. Why is she so mean and horrible? All of them are mean and horrible. And also, is it just me or is everybody super tacky and none of them look classy? <laughs> yeah, those earrings are chandeliers and they're not expensive ones. I don't know what's going on there. They look like chains. That's weird. I guess I don't understand the classy part. <sighs> what's classy about these people? I don't know. I do have to say the Countess seems the most classy so far. Like... Everyone I mean, else, I don't know. Her shirt is unbuttoned to her navel. But at least she looks not as, like, orange as everyone else. You know how everyone else looks orange? And, That's true. And the Countess doesn't have a bad weave. Yeah. Look at everyone else's weaves. Look, everyone else, they went from just procedures for maintenance to procedures for alien looks. Yeah, this one does look a bit alien. You're right. What's wrong with her head? And that's fine. Do what you want to, but you just don't seem classy. That's what my point is. You don't. You just seem tacky. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I hate watching this one. This is just. These are horrible people doing horrible things for nothing. And they're so mean. For entertainment value. Okay, so they are truly horrible people, or I should say that most of them are. I actually. I hope you like this. Jolenta, uh, I genuinely liked Luann. I did. Of course you did. She actually seemed pretty classy compared to the other ladies who were all monsters. And frankly, I think they all looked tacky. None of them looked classy. I mean, if you're watching season one, I'm sure they looked tacky because that was like eight years ago. Styles have changed. Well, come on. And get a good weave. You're so rich. Stop Why does it. your hair look so bad? Stop. You should not be calling any of them monsters, Kristen. You have barely seen this show. There are like a bunch of seasons, and Luann is no more or less classy than the other ladies. Just don't Hold call on. Them- Hold on. She's no more or less classy than why are we reading her book? You're the one who wanted this book. She's the only housewife that's written a self-help book, so I thought we'd do it. They're all classy. They're all fancy ladies. Okay, okay. I feel like we accidentally went off the rails here. Um, you can go off the rails. I just had to educate you. Okay, all right. Let's settle down. Let's take a brief break. But before that, let's remind our listeners... We want to hear from you. Have you ever read Class with the Countess? Are you a classy lady? Do you watch dumb reality shows like The Real Housewives? Let us know at 505-510-BOOK or email us at buythebook at panoply.fm. Okay, Jolenta, it's verdict time. Did Class with the Countess actually work? Would you recommend it? Did it change your life? I love this book, Kristen, obviously. (laughs) I love Luann. I love the book. It was such a good read, first of all. I recommend it for the story alone. Uh, We don't talk about this at the beginning, but a lot of this book is just a memoir of Luann's path from working class girl to world traveling countess. It's an incredible story. Like, just so good. And... Her advice isn't horrible. There is some blatant sexism, which is never okay. I will never thank a man for complimenting me with a pinch on my bottom. But her advice got me out of my shell, and there's a strong emphasis on kindness and openness in the book that I really appreciate. I actually really liked that kindness, too. And yeah, her rags to riches story, 
totally sucked so me good. in. That was like the best part of the book for me. I loved the photos. I loved mm. hearing about how she actually met the count the first time. Yeah. I loved all of that. Wow. We agree. I'm surprised. Well, no, no, no. I'm not finished mm, yet. Okay. I, I also think a lot of what Luann is showing is actually just common sense, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Everybody knows to say please and thank you. Everybody knows to have manners. Everyone knows that we're supposed to stand up straight and smile. All of this is just so obvious. I just could not take this seriously Mm -hmm. as an etiquette book. Right. So you're saying you didn't need this book? I mean, come on. Does anybody really need this book? I'm going to call BS on you, Kristen. I think you needed this book. You didn't even own a pair of heels before this. Like, real adult women need heels to go to black tie functions. Like, what do you wear? And you had blood on your sheets for your guest? Like, you guys aren't 18-year-old couch surfers. Like, it sounded like you needed a little reminder on how to be classy. I mean, yes, we all need reminders from time to time. But do I really want the reminder to come from these tacky, horrible people from The Real Housewives? I mean, that's a low blow. Look at you right now. You do not look very classy. You're fidgeting all over well, the place. Well, I'm actually fidgeting for a reason. And this is because I've been signaling to you for over 10 minutes that I need a bathroom break. And you have been ignoring me, actually, Jolenta. Okay. And I just need to go to the bathroom. Okay, okay? go. All right? Yeah. Okay. Cam. Cameron. Yep. Is it me or is she acting a little weird? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean? Oh, she had to pee conveniently when things got a little heated? Are, are you suggesting that she's pretending to pee right now? That seems unlikely. No, I just think she's acting weird and she's being really judgy about the housewives and the stuff we're supposed to do. And it's pissing me off. So you think she's being unfair about that? I think she's being super judgy and unfair, yeah. Okay, well, oh, she's coming back. Oh, cool. Hey, who's ready for some more Real Housewives? The real bitches of New York City. Let's get to it. They're not bitches. Just stop. But they're so mean. Watch it for the deeper meaning. Be a good audience member. Don't watch it for like... Boring everyone opinions. Meaning They're is there amazing storytellers. They go on crazy up at another, and one person yelling at another. Bethany, oh my god, I'm just a stop, bitch and I stop. blow up, but you should Kristen, give me credit stop. for being Shut a straight the talk. up. I'm Kristen, a straight talker, but fuck it. you, fuck you. Kristen, I did you're some research. Fucking Alex in season one was such a Alex lives in Australia now. No one gives a shit about it. I cannot believe you're defending these people. The fuck up. I can't defend you. I can't do this. Did Jolenta, did you really just throw down your... Jolenta. Cameron, what the f*** was that all about? Hey, guys, we're back. We are. And clearly, we were just channeling our inner housewives there. But this fight was actually based on real events in real life. During the original taping of the verdict, I was saying some things about the housewives that, unbeknownst to me, were really hurting your feelings, Jolenta. Yeah, as crazy as it sounds, I was taking everything you said about the real housewives as like a personal insult. 
You know, I've been watching this show for half of my life. That's longer than I've been friends with you, Kristen. Yeah. And also, on top of that, I was just exhausted. We both were. By the book is just really hard to make. Yeah. Is it any wonder we fucking swear so much? Tidying my house for 70 hours nearly killed me. Living on leak water for 48 hours was pure torture. I dare anyone to do what we do and not fucking swear all the fucking time. It's fucking inevitable on a show like ours. So, yeah. Our fight was caused by exhaustion, but I also did legit say some things that I didn't realize were hurting you, Jolenta. And so we're going to bring in a mediator next week on the minisode to help us work through some of our Real Housewives issues. Right. Casey Wilson from the Bitch Sesh podcast will be joining us next week. We're super excited to talk with her. Fuck yeah. That's it for our episode of By the Book. Our producer is the amazing Cameron Drews. Our managing producer is Mia Lobel. Thanks also to our composer, Nate Wyda, and to Andy Bowers at Panoply. And please stay in touch. Let us know if you've read Class with the Countess and how it worked or did not work for you. And send us any questions or suggestions for future books for us to live by. Our email address is bythebook at panoply.fm. And you can tweet us at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at bythebookpod. Also, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts as it helps other people to find the show. And most important, if you have not already, tell a friend about the show. Get them to subscribe. Get all your friends to subscribe. Until next time, I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Dear ladies, I find the gratuitous use of <laughs> should I say fuck or not? I mean I they fuck. they That's wrote it. the okay. word fuck. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, okay. <laughs> this is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.